Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith West. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's gruffy looking? Wes. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yep. Big change. You got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 301 of The Sith List. I am one of your many hosts, Siraj Dolchai, and my co-pilots for this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguel, the man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Las Gonzalez. What's up? Not much. Hanging out, enjoying this uh, non-live live show. When you said nothing much, it sounded like nothing, honey. Wasn't that like uh, a cereal? Cereal, nothing, honey. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing, honey. Yep. Yeah, I think it still is. Is it? Mm. Mm. I was allergic to milk, so I couldn't eat a lot of cereal. Kind of oh. sucked. Yeah, it sucks. So I would just eat dry cereal, which was really shitty. You ever put OJ in it? No, that would be pretty disgusting. Have you tried that, boo? <laughs> no, I'm fucking with okay. you. Okay, because I was like, God damn, dude, that does not sound good. So oh. like in Friday when he's like, we ain't got no milk. She's like, use some water, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't do that either. <laughs> no, I've had cereal. to do that. I've had to do that. Some I've water? Water cereal. and cereal? Yeah, Why don't you just go dry? You just, you just wanted a soggy When you're a kid and you're, and you're kid and poor, poor, you just do what you do. You just do what you yeah, well, do, man. Well, I hear you. Well, the man we call the king of all pods, uh, Mr. King Tom Chansky. What's up, buddy? You know, I was hungry. We were talking about brisket and sausage in the pre-show, and then mm-hmm. uh, and and cereal, and then Boo mentioned orange juice and cereal. Not hungry anymore. So thanks. Yeah, right. Me too. I hadn't eaten dinner yet, so I don't think I'm going to from here on out. <laughs> Randy, what is up, my man? Nothing much, man. Three hundred and one. Three hundred one. It's a milestone, guys. Thank you for heading. Heading. I don't even know what I was going to say. Thank you for watching our 301. If you came and watched our 301, thank you for being in the live chat. Thank you for being interactive in the live chat. And thank you to our guests who showed up. We had an amazing time with you, and we really appreciate you taking your time out and hanging out with the Sith list for 301. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And one of the guys that made it a lot of fun, Mr. Eric Strothers. What's up, buddy? Hey, man, I, for some reason, I was thinking that was episode 300 and not 301 that we did that for. But um, Did I say 301? Yeah, several times, but that's okay. It was it a really like good time. It, did. it felt like it's 301 
hours long. Yes, no, it was, it was really good, no, man. Was and and I really like the outpouring of the community and the fans of the show who were, who were there for it in the chat and stuff and adding their, adding their spin on it. It was good times. It was, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I, we had a lot of fun. And again, thanks to everybody involved. Um, but onward to three Oh one and more. We're at least got like four left in us. At least. least. At least. That's that's it to celebration. Yeah, that's yes. It. Celebr- oh, and speaking of that, Boo, the Lost Tapes have been 100% put together by Napster. They bit torrent that shit, and it's together, and we're going to put it out. Metallica doesn't care. It's all good in the hood. We're going to put it out. Three. They're so unlost, we can't call them the Lost Tapes anymore. No, I, yeah, you're right. They're the found tapes. The found tapes. With a special, links. with a special uh, forward by Celine Dion uh, in a musical. Oh, format. for sure. There was a lot of Celine going on in that episode. She said, and, uh, "My show will go on," or something like that. Right. Exactly. I think we're going to put it out in two weeks. Oh, what a coincidence! Yeah. We're putting it out the week we're at celebration. That's wow! A coincidence. That How is handy. a quinky dink. That How is, does that, that is work handy. out? Wow. It, you know, kismet, just like it was kismet May the fourth. Yeah, Kismet. I've, I've never used Kismet, and I've used it twice in two weeks, uh, our 300th, and then now. Right. Did thing. you get that, it back. like, word of the day toilet paper or something? No. <laughs> and when I think I of Kismet, I think of, uh, I think of uh, Robin Williams, Mork and Mindy, for some reason. Did they say Kismet a lot in that show? He said Shazbot. Shazbot. That has nothing to do with Kismet. It makes <laughs> no, total sense. Not total even close. Sense. How's it? How's everybody doing? Shazbot. I love it. That's a that's the that's the coolest thing I ever heard. I can't believe I just pulled that out of my oh, head. Oh, Eric. Either. And he yeah, also that's said, what I was thinking. Wait, he also said Nanu Nanu. Right. <laughs> that was his like calling card, right? Nanu Nanu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nanu Nanu. Nanu Nanu. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Nabu Nabu. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Flashbacks. Oh, Flashbacks. No. Oh, Lordy, Lord. Eric, how you doing, buddy? I'm How's great, life? man. Uh, I, I've started a new project, this podcast I'm doing, that's uh, uh, like hailing the uh, greatness that was Pam Dauber and, uh, on that show. Oh. So, yeah, it's all about her. And it's like, it's like imagine if Robin Williams hadn't been on there, just how much better Morgan Mindy would have been if it was oh, just Pam Mindy. Dauber. She was, yeah, it was just Mindy. Just call it Mindy. Yeah, just Mindy. Yeah. Oh. It was, it's about her before that. It's like a prequel. Right. <laughs> Where she was actually happy and she didn't have to deal with all the ridiculousness going on. Before having that a, egg, the egg showed up a, in her living room. Yeah, having a 30-year-old toddler living at her house. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> a hairy one at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. The, and, um, and their kid, Jonathan Winters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jonathan Winters would show up. That's right. We just took a dig. <laughs> Deep dive into Mark Committee. Do you remember the Happy Days crossover episode? Because he showed up in Happy Days first, didn't he? Yeah, it was a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. It was a spinoff from Happy Days, yeah. A... Did Morgan Mindy also take place in the 50s? I don't know Morgan Mindy. You said Mork and Mindy. Oh, did you? All right, whatever. Yeah. Didn't they all cross over? Weren't they all their own little multiverse with like no, the Mork and Mindy? Mork and Mindy's was present day, like 1980s, early, late 70s. Isn't that just ripping off the Flintstones when they like uh, Fred Flintstone had a, was it Kazoo would just show up, that random kazoo. alien? Yeah. The great Kazoo. Gazoo, yeah. lass. Whatever, man. <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst right now. <laughs> Randy, what's up, buddy? How, how are you? I'm doing all right. Just making sure I don't pronounce anything. 
incorrect. Yeah, and don't come at me. Do not come at me because even in those Warner Brothers Looney Tunes blocks, I had to figure out finally at my old advanced age that the dude running around with the freaking buckwheat hairdo was a racial caricature caricature of black people, man. So don't don't do that. Which one is that? There was a one where uh, he was a guy was supposedly hunting Bugs Bunny and he was singing Negro spirituals. And you look and he just is complete Sambo drawing. And he's just what? walking around, and he's just like, I'm a bit, a bit, a bit. And I was like, I know who oh. you're talking about. thought it was a no cool-ass thing back in the day, but no, y'all. No, no, no. No. So I can mispronounce any fucking thing I want. No. All right. Hey, man. I'm not the fucking mispronounced police. I'm the last person. I'm the one that gets fucking thrown in jail every single week by Mr. <laughs> Officer Chansky over there. <sighs> you know what I thought was really insensitive? was Captain Caveman. <laughs> yeah. Because that's insensitive to short, hairy people. Oh. That, yeah, that's it's pretty rude. Full circle. Robin Williams. Yep. Those bastards. You were making fun of Robin Williams before I even knew it. <sighs> Rest in peace, Robin Williams. He was the, he was the man. Um, Robin Williams never got punched on stage or attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. We're not doing that this week, y'all. Let's just not. <laughs> no, we're not. Let's we're just not, not and leave it alone, man. Hey, who was the, who was my, one of my favorites was, oh, man, he's the, the, the pink, was he pink? Was it Snaggle Snaggletooth. Snaggletooth. Snagglepuss? Snagglepuss. Yes. I love Snagglepuss, dude. He was Snaggletooth. the best. <laughs> Snaggletooth. Snaggletooth is something else. That's yeah, I think I'm. Else, I think I met a girl in college named Snaggletooth. It wasn't good. But Snaggle wait a minute. But wasn't there wasn't there a cartoon called Snaggletooth and it was he was a werewolf? I don't. I you don't guys got to go way into Hanna Barbera. You got to go way into there with Jabber Jaws. Uh, and then him? there was one where they had the guy had like the the little Snaggletooth. And he was basically turned into a werewolf. He drove, rode around in a dune buggy, speed buggy, jabber jaws, and I think Snaggletooth. Captain Caveman was in there too. Damn, inch high, private that. eye. You know uh, who loves we, is good loving this show right now. Steel, he loves these intros. <laughs> oh yeah, go watch all the <laughs> cartoons, sure. Steel. Please look them up, man. They're great. Yeah, I don't see any reference to Snaggletooth in Hanna Barbera. Ah, whatever. Snaggletooth even. <laughs> yeah, that's Snagglepuss. I love that dude. Oh man. Boo, how you doing, man? I'm I'm good. I'm Boo's good. like, what are cartoons? <laughs> I I, I knew said. a couple of those references. I know, I know a couple. This is a lot like how on Full House when uh <laughs> Uncle Joey would be doing his classic super spot on timing wise Bullwinkle impression because Bullwinkle was at the height of popularity there in the mid to late eighties. We're talking about Snagglepuss. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing of uh, us talking about this now. Captain Caveman even. <laughs> I just I fucking love that fucking character. You know, Bullwinkle, uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle was pretty insensitive to um, communists. Yes, they were. That's fair. That's very fair. How dare they? How dare they? And Canadians. And Canadians. Dudley do right, man. Yeah. And snidely whip that. (laughs) Busting out all the voices. Oh, my God, dude. How are you, bro? Um, I'm going to change the subject. doing all right. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested in the cartoons than myself, believe me. Oh, right. man. 
Lord those were legit blocks back in the day, man. Hey, dude. Mm-hmm. No one's taking th- anything away from them, man. No, don't Jinx the cat. I'll watch that right now. Pixie and Trixie, right? Those are the mice, the Mises. Jinx the cat. Which one is this? I don't remember. He hates those Mises to pieces. Oh, my God. Huh. You know phrases and shit. The two little mice, right? It was Pixie yeah. and Trixie. Yeah. Magilla Gorilla. Come on, man. Magilla Gorilla was cool. Magilla El Kabong. Who? Uncle Bonk? The- it was El Kabong was his alter ego, but oh. what was the horse? He was El in the De- same group with Snagglepuss and all of them. Oh, the horse was El DeBarch. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't you dare do that, dude. <laughs> and Sancho was his little, like, homie. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh... Let's move on. Raj is feeling the rhythm of the night. Oh, exactly right. Can we talk about Baba Louie, though? Baba Louie? Which one was Baba Louie? He was the Mexican mouse. Baba Louie? Wasn't that uh Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know Baba Louie. Les, yeah, you know Baba Louie? He was Louie? a very in- insensitive caricature of a... Uh... Okay, don't get it confused with Speedy. El Speedy Gonzalez, you mean? Not, I'm not. Don't get him confused. No, no, no. Go online. You'll find about Baba Louie. Don't want to do that. Yeah, don't don't want to do that. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you know I what like this Josie episode? Cats. What about Pussycats? I said I like Josie and the Pussycat. That's later, yeah. Hanna Barbera. Yes. Right. That's way later, Hanna Barbera. You know, if you are listening to this podcast and you feel like you just got I apologize. <laughs> I really do. Baba Louie was pretty great, man. <laughs> I don't know Baba Louie, bro. I just, uh, I think we should start this podcast, though. At least for Steel's sake. Guys, I would say go to the Sithless.net, but it's not working <laughs> right now. So don't do that. Just email us. Or just check us out on Twitter. Um, after what we got our 300th episode, we said, websites, who needs them? Evidently, we don't. Um, so check us out on YouTube because we're going to be doing, soon enough, we're going to be doing Miss Marvel, which we're debating on. But I feel like, why shouldn't we do Miss Marvel? We got to do it. Les is happy about it. He said, I'll leave it up to you, buddy. And I was like, let's do it. So I've already made thumbnails and everything. So trust. Uh, okay. Miss Marvel, here okay. we come. Okay, here we come. Can't Obi-Wan wait. Kenobi, here we come. So we're ready. YouTube. Um, and uh, check us out on Public, where you can find a couple shirts there. And um, we have a big 300th commemorative shirt. And it's in gold. Check it out there. Uh, we actually do not. But that would have been cool if we did. And uh, other than that, um, I think we should start this thing. Box office, guys. Doctor Strange in the multiverse of horror movies. $187.4 million. It was the fifth biggest opening for Marvel in their history. Pretty amazing. Um, pretty amazing, guys. I mean, uh, I know we everybody saw it here or no? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone? No. Everybody. Oh, Eric no, hasn't I seen haven't. it. Dude, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Well, if you watched WandaVision, you pretty much saw it. So you're good. We, we, we won't have to spoil anything. Yeah, you but pretty I, much did. Yeah. But, but. I haven't talked to Les about it at all. I haven't talked to any of you guys except for King Tom and Randy I talked to, but that's it. So we're going to discuss that later on in the show. Um, I liked it, and I'll tell you why I liked it, and I'm sure everybody else will. 
But there's been trailers out, and I missed the trailers for every single movie that was out for Doctor Strange because I was in line trying to get popcorn, and I never got my popcorn because my friend Andrew, who was in line, I mean, was inside, sent me a message, get your ass over here, it's starting. So I ran over there, wasted 30 minutes of my life, how never got people, my popcorn. How many people were in front of you when you left? Three. Oh. And I was way back there. So... I was just worried that I was going to miss a cameo or something, so I didn't risk it. And now there were a lot of trailers. There yeah. were a lot of trailers. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in line for a while, so I haven't seen the Avatar trailer. I have it tonight. We're going to watch it together for the first time. Um, and we're going to watch the Game of Thrones trailer that came out. And um, I think that's the only other trailers. And we got voicemails, emails, and we have a trailer trash. I think we're in the mood right now. I'm going to start off with this trailer trash because it's so bad. And A-list actors in it. Set the tone, baby. Let's do it. This tone has been set already with the cartoons, but here we go. Leon Stone gave his heart to science. Unfortunately, science gave it to Bob Haskins. Denzel Washington. <laughs> big that's in the trailer, damn it! There's a massive black penis in the trailer. Is Sergeant Jack Mooney? I'm a cop. Yeah, well, I'm not. Denzel Washington, college educated, damn good. Look at Denzel. Look at Denzel. Don't eat that. Clogs the arteries and makes your breath stink. Trust me. Man, look at this up with the S-curl, y'all. You are dancing with a cheeseburger. But you mean that this is a, uh, a normal thing? Oh, sure it is. Is that tranquilizer working yet? Hey, Mooney, starting to walk with a little rhythm. Racial prejudice I can understand, but ghost prejudice. Go to hell! That's what I'm trying to avoid. It's time for you to get your big, fat, extra crispy bucket of chicken, two liter Pepsi <laughs> Cola drink. <laughs> oh, man, look at Denzel. Some suits. Nice, too. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, we were slow. Trailer just all of a sudden changes. The girl's in love changes. with you, asshole. Tone. Drink. If I take this stuff off. She's in love with you. You and Leon, blood brothers. Well, what the hell has that got to do with anything? I'm dead now. Two men get away from me. Get I don't know how I missed this movie back One then. heart. I don't remember this heart, at all. You know? He knows. I know. One girl. She's getting away. But I'm naked. Well, believe me, that's nothing to brag about. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. You gotta help me find who killed me. It's like twins meets ghosts. You respect them. You gotta listen. I always listen. Oh. What's your favorite movie? Rambo. Heart condition. <laughs> Rambo. Yeah, I like that. Get down, brother. Give me five. Oh. That doesn't look that bad. I'd well, watch that. That looks good. Uh, and, and funny enough, I would like to see a remake. <laughs> I, uh, yikes, man. I Remake, maybe. I First of all, that's, that's, that's Ricochet Denzel. Just so y'all know, that's Ricochet Denzel. Oh, no, that's when well like, before Ricochet Denzel. No, but that's, 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 that's leading elsewhere. in. That's saying elsewhere. All I'm saying is that's leading into Ricochet Denzel. That's like, I'm going to run Hollywood for, get ready, y'all. I'm going to run Hollywood for a good 10 years. That that's as you, bad you as that nothing, looked dude. as the, the script looked. Denzel nailed every line in that trailer. Oh, dude. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. S curl Denzel, y'all. That's all I got to tell you, man. Just there's there's eras of hair for certain people. Ice Cube with the Jerry curl. 
phenomenal. Denzel with the S curl, always, always on top. Now it's just it just made him who he is today. It just made him who he is today. Mm. Denzel, Bob Haskins. Processed, permed hair, Denzel, man. Gotta love it. Dude. Was was that before or after Roger Rabbit? It's gotta be after. Right? Crack no, team. I think that was before, honestly. I, I mean, think it's I'm before. Just guessing, but and what did he do after that? Add in their careers, I would. Then say. he ended up uh, what being Smee and Hook, which is also phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Hook was good. I didn't see so, Hook until like five, three years ago. By the way. So my question yeah. is: So, like that trailer, did that roll in movie theaters? I mean, surely it could have been on TV yeah. with the big black dildo. That's oh, probably a like a their version of a red band trailer. Just yes. a sex toy <laughs> came out a two big years after dildo. <laughs> Two years after Roger Rabbit. That's what I thought. Yep. So what year was that? 90. 90. So yeah, you're talking. Yeah. Because what? Ricochet is 92, right? Ricochet comes 92. Yeah. So this was before Glory. So this was before Denzel was nominated, obviously. Oh, see? Well, there you go. Yeah. What I tell well, you? I that, so. es- that, escrow, <laughs> that escrow went no, on. No, no, no. You're, no Boom, you're, what you said was wrong. This was way mean? before Ricochet. Way before Ricochet. All I'm saying is, no, is Glory the trajectory. Was Glory was 89. Well, hey, man, you go up, you win your Oscar, then you go do something like this. Then you do some other things like Mississippi Masala, and next thing you know, you're. Oh, yeah, Mississippi Masala. Shooting people in your underwear and ricochet, and then you're just going on running the world, dude. You're mocking This is is actually a prequel for uh, Training Day. There it is. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my gosh. See, okay, boo, that would be the remake, right? Where he ends up turning into Alonzo. He like comes back <laughs> reincarnated as Alonzo. And then he's, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> like, what are you, man? Are you a wolf or a sheep? Are you a wolf that'd, or a sheep? That'd be so huh? Just going from a comedy to that. My God. Man, you got some mad squabbles, boy. Oh, no. You couldn't tell I love Denzel, everybody. Just saying. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, really. Shit. What'd you guys watch this week? <laughs> Anything? I watched another couple episodes of Ozark. I'm not done. Sorry. Come Eric. on, man. I'm sorry. Dang it, dude. The circle came out, guys. I I'll can't just watch fuck about the circle. Ozark. Listen. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, uh, without spoiling it, this is not going to spoil anything. I'm at the episode just finished Marty beating the shit out of the dude in the street. Yeah. So I'm right there. Oh, okay. Uh, did, you right like, there. did you like, did you like, um, uh, God, I'm drawing a total blank now. Um, Must have been his really good. wife telling the guy to suck her dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, on the show notes, I'm reading it right now. About it. This is yeah, this is this is uh, Snagglepuss. Um, Ozark. I put on the show notes. I absolutely hate Wendy Bird. It's yeah. one of the most hated characters She's like it's, it's so bad that i want her so dead and i told lorena last night i don't just want her to die regularly i like i want her to die badly because she's pissing me off more and more every episode um great job by laura linney by the way for, to making me feel this way because she annoys me every time i look at her the moves she makes on the show without spoiling it i just want to just oh fuck you wendy bird her on the phone kills me when she's when she's talking to somebody and, and she knows that she has yeah. the upper hand yeah and she bitch. knows it and she talks like it man but she is she, she is, is a, a force she, she is, is a force. force yeah 
Yeah, she did a great job in that show. I mean, I it's funny too how in that final season that suddenly you're just like, Maybe I don't hate her as much as I thought, and then suddenly you hate her again. Exactly. Especially uh, this second part. Oh, hatred. Man. Yeah, she's a turd sandwich. Um you know one thing I notice about Ozark is there's a tremendous amount of people traveling a great distance to have a three minute conversation and then turning and leaving. Uh specifically Darlene. She she would come into town and go and talk to like they, or they'd drive all the way out to Ruth's house, talk to her for 90 seconds and leave, yeah. go to the police station, right. had to bring the whole trip, got the baby in the thing, blah, 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 blah. Late. Out. I'm out of here. That's, all, like, that's, that's how important I, and they were. Go down to Chicago, talk to the Chicago mob. Turn and back leave after like two minute conversation. Stop yeah, at Portillo's, true. head on yeah. back. Yeah. Still a great show, though. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'll yeah. finish it within the next day or two. I want to believe you. No, you probably, probably won't. But yeah. but it, it will be soon. When the, show. Here's the deal, though. Mm. So everybody hears that, right? Yeah. I don't know what yeah. the fuck that is. Yeah, I hear that. It's like... Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, somebody's handling something that, or their mic is. It's not you, Les. You're muted, and I hear it. But, um, but anyhow, uh, when when it's done and the credits are rolling, you're gonna go. Simpsons did it. That's that's the only spoiler I'm gonna give you. Simpsons did it. Oh fuck! I hope I don't say that. That's a a South Park reference, man. Oh okay. All right. Anybody else watching anything? I watched uh, the season finale of Winning Time. Fantastic. Great I show. Heard, great yeah. season. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, very good. I sadly made the decision to watch uh, Snake Eyes, that G.I. Oh. Joe Origins movie. Oh. Yeah. It, it, oh. it has like a 35% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's not that bad. Not that bad. Jesus Christ. It's about a 50 or a 45. Was it a Morbius? There. No, it's not a Morbius. Jesus Christ. You know, it's, it's, it's all right, but it's bad. Would not recommend it. Would not recommend it. And then uh, something else that i not necessarily been watching, but I've been playing, I finished Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Which thing did you get? Shit, this was like a couple weeks ago. Shit. How high was your honor? It was a little bit above medium, so I, I I wasn't I wasn't a horrible bastard, but I wasn't a good person. Just a smidge above medium, yeah. He so, he he died okay, not yeah, not, the, not an asshole. And I, and I I went with John up the mountain and all that. And that horse scene though, that horse scene was rough. I was brutal, was not man. anticipating that. I teared up a little bit with that. I was like, I'm not ready to cry right now, man. I'm, I got I don't want to die yet. Yeah, dude, when he's like, hold on a minute, and he thanks his dying horse for being there for him. So there's four endings that you can get with this, and it's all based on your honor level. And the highest one, that's the one I got on my first playthrough, was where he like leans himself up against this rock and just dies as he watches the sun coming up. But then there's the one where Micah shoots you in the face and then laughs. (laughs) I got that one. Oh. Great. So Red Dead Redemption, Winning Time. I definitely got to start that, but not until I finish my other shows. Boo. I'm glad you played it, Boo. What, what console do you have? I have a PS4. Damn it. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I, D- to be honest, I'm not that that much of an online guy. Not that much. Not not, not anymore. I, I used to be a ton, but not anymore. Just kind of like in, in I know four years late, but I I'm just kind of like a like single player kind of thing, going for more of the 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 uh the the story aspect of it, which was fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not that good. Red Dead needs any any more accolades or any more help, you know, being being uh toted as a great game, but fantastic. The story is incredible. You know, you, you think of Rockstar, you think of, you know, Grand Theft Auto, you know, kind of like, you know, the dick and the fart jokes, you know, you you think you're going to find a, a like a two-sided dildo in the shower and you could beat the shit out of somebody with it. You know, those kind of jokes, that's what you think of Rockstar for. But uh Okay, repeat that. I again. was more thinking like they were American satire, but that's a way to you guys remember that in San Andreas? Yeah, you you can walk happens, into the police station like, and in the showers, there's a giant two-sided yeah. dildo and you can I use don't, it to oh beat the God, shit out really? of somebody. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you beat the shit out of a hooker. You know, you know, all the things that we saw in the news and, oh, this is horrible. That kind of thing. But whatever. But I, I, I think Red Dead is, is like a, you know, I, you know, Grand Theft Auto is fantastic. You get an A on a paper, but you kind of dicked around. You didn't do that much with it. You didn't study. You didn't put that much effort into it. I think with like Red Dead, they took it extraordinarily seriously. There's very little jokes. Oh yeah, everything is this. Everything is tip top. How much, uh, how much audio there is, and I, I just, I just streamlined straight through the story. There's so much going on, so much just happening all the time. The characters, the interactions, everything is just an, an incredible experience. So yeah, so if anybody hasn't played it or oh, I don't think it's that my kind of a game. Jump into it, give it a shot because it is an incredible experience. Yeah, it, it, uh, what, uh, I was playing it, and you know, Brittany would be sitting on the couch, she got into it more than I did. She loved it, she loved the story, everything. I was playing another game, she's like, I wish there were horses in this game, <laughs> right? I remember <laughs> I was like, Les and I, I like played it back in the day. I used to sit there and just play it and watch Les, and I played too. And, and that's, I'm talking, this was like what 10 years ago, Les 12 years ago. That, I didn't even play easy, the new one. Man. That was uh, what was that was the first Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, game. yeah. There's so much the, extra uh, dialogue that people don't know about in Red Dead Two. Like if you're in the camp and you just hang around and mm-hmm. gradually like get close enough to hear these conversations going on, it's really amazing. I mean, there's still stuff people are stumbling on that nobody uh, has noticed before. It's just crazy. And it's so well done. It's very well voice acted and mo-capped. And there's so much going on in the game that uh, I think I've talked about this before, but when even when things are happening not on screen, it's actually happening in the game engine and not just being, okay, this wagon left. And then when you it's get gone, to where you're yeah. supposed to go, it's there. No, it. people have done the hack on the PC version where you can put the camera anywhere you want in the world. Oh, it drives there. There's no yeah. need for it, but that's how on point. It's crazy. Is, right. yeah. Speaking of games, evidently we got one of the worst game trailers in history of mankind. Randy sent something over here. I don't know what this is, but I think, fuck it. Why not? It's one of those, you know, one of those days. I also found, th- found this, guys. Sooth and five sooth. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, I feel very happy and keen. Oh, love that guy. Here we go. 
protection in my wing. I run you rappers. Y'all my underling. The GYU is too grandiose for you. I keep a local crew. What is this? Is that Paul Walker? Oh. What game is this, man? It's called Juice. Juice. Oh, okay. Okay, so. Um, gentlemen, if you're playing video games as much as this implies, that's not happening. So, wait. Whoa! Okay. I'm going to have Randy. Oh! Wait a minute here. I'm going to have Randy explain what happens here right after we watch this. Whoa. Okay. Juice. You, I don't remember this one. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, no, man, I don't remember wow, that one Randy. either. I would have yeah. remembered. Randy, please Whoa. tell the listeners what we just uh, witnessed. I'd there. rather not. Why didn't we show this on our 300th episode? <laughs> oh, oh my yeah, my I wonder. Why not? Oh, wonder, yeah. YouTube would have been like, hey, happy, now. Happy birthday, your majesty, the queen. <laughs> That's so in I the trailer, Randy. they are modifying a car. In uh, a car. They're playing a game inside their car. First off, first in off. the middle of a city, ahead of their time, in front of a bus stop, and they're modifying the car. And there's a girl standing at the bus stop, and they notice the modifications they're making to their car are modifying the girl's clothes. Weird science. Weird science. <laughs> and then uh, they modify it to the point where they just basically make her naked. Yeah. And then they spin she around, was... slap her ass, and, and give yeah. her a branding. Awful. I mean, this was this was real. This is real, real. I would have bought. It's part of that like early two thousands, like like that holdover from nineties marketing, the extreme marketing existed in the nineties. Yeah, and it was probably something that only existed online because you obviously couldn't show that anywhere. But it gives you an idea of like what the gaming culture was. uh, What kind of game was it? It was a driving game. Believe it or not, that was a racing game. Okay. Wow. Yeah, like street look, racing. They look, they look like they were listening. To, what were they listening to? They were listening to a remix of White they, Lines. Yeah, yeah, White Lines, yeah. But it wasn't the real White Lines, I don't think. No. It wasn't it was the Duran uh, Duran version. No, it was not. Yeah, no, it was oh, that one that Tom, was that remix that came out like in the late 90s. Right. Guys, well, thank you, Randy, for that. That was awful. And that's what Trailer <laughs> Trash is supposed to be about. It's kind of like Naboo. Guys. Bingo. King Tom just said Duran Duran, and I want to throw this out there right before we do the Star Wars stuff. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has officially announced this year's inductees. Drum roll, please. I don't have a soundbite for this. Eminem, Maria is very happy about this. Dolly Parton, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, and Carly Simon. She's so vain, though. Guys, this is your inductees, and um, additionally, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis will, and Judas Priest will receive Musical Excellence Awards. Um, Harry Belafonte and Elizabeth Cotton will be given the Early Influence Award, and uh, some other people will get some stuff. But these, this is who won the battle this year. Eminem, Dolly Parton, Duran Duran. No Rage Against the Machine. Sorry, Zach, De La Rocha, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, and I think there was some other big heavy metal band that didn't make it that should have made it, I think. But, hey, you can't deny the talent that's in this list. So, And I think they're moving the Hall of Fame. I think Maria told us this. To, they're moving the inductees, inductions to Los Angeles. So 
That's kind of cool. So you Eminem fans, please make way to L.A. So there you go. Any uh, opinions on this final list, guys? No? I th- to me, man, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has it's long bullshit. been a... It's yeah. like the, just the name. If It's because of the name. Change it. Because it's not a Rock and Roll Hall no, of Fame. it's not. It's a Music Hall of Fame. Yes. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. And I mean, I realize that semantics and it shouldn't matter, but for some reason to me, it, I find it annoying. It's yeah. because when you see like uh, it insert winner here right. versus somebody who didn't get it, who is an iconic rock performer. Right. And it's like, what's what's the point? It's kind of like Jethro Tull mm. winning the Grammy for best heavy metal album of the year. Oof, the first right. year the Gram that was a category in the Grammys. Yeah. And that was so sad. It was. But I know we've been talking about this for a while. So I just right. wanted to give you the actual winners of this year. The they still got still put Dolly on there. They still put Dolly on there, even though she said, please do not put me on there. I don't deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She agreed with Eric. She was like, hey, She 100% agreed with Eric. But that's so Dolly of her to do that. Classic Dolly. Classic Parton. That's why she has a land named after her. Mm-hmm. Parton that's land. Like, that's literally why they named it after her. Mm-hmm. Was it Magic Mountains named after her? <laughs> oh, my bad. Jeez. My bad. I'm sorry. I was not. Okay, let's move on to some Star Wars talk. King Tom is red. No, I'm not. I'm shaking my head. No, oh, I thought you were yeah. red. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry, not red. Absolutely not. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. Magic Mountains. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. I'm still just super annoyed about that Dolly Parton joke, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Magic Mountains? Yeah. Boobs. Um, anyhow. So I, I guess really, man, here's something that I fully expect you to buy this for me, Araj. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a photo matched X-Wing Starfighter model that was in oh. A New Hope. Yes. It could go for as much as $1 million. I got it right Wait. here. Wait, <laughs> Wait uh, what is that specifically? I don't understand. Yeah, so there's, there's a um, an auction from, um, I guess, from Prop Store. That is a bunch of actual screen use movie memorabilia. And I don't know that. See, I can't find anything that tells you how big this model actually is. I think it's pretty decent size, man. Like, uh, it's, it's not like a, a toy size. It's, uh, it's pretty legit. It's probably like triple the size of a real, uh, X-wing toy. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, $1 million is what they expect it to go for. What does it mean Still. by photo match though? Um, meaning that you can find the exact frames from the oh, movie okay. that it's in. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the because one they actually used. Yeah, so it was used in the filming in the production. It's pretty pretty cool, man. And if I had yeah. a ton of money, I would buy it. But one million sounds pretty crazy. It would be neat. 
it would be neat to do that, man. I I couldn't imagine having that kind of money and feeling okay about spending it, but God, it would be neat to see the thing. But Eric, here's a question for all you. Would you rather have that or would you have spend a million dollars if someone can build you a replica sized X-Wing in your backyard? Oh, the backyard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. Wouldn't even have to be. Wouldn't even have to look close to it as long as it. I could sit in it. It kind of. You would think like an X-wing. for. You think for a million bucks you could pull that off? Oh, easy. Probably. So whoever's buying this, guy do it twenty k. I got some you, cardboard really on the black market though. Yeah, black market. But I need Amazon Prime on this. Twenty dollars. Oh, yeah, I, I, that's not going to happen. This is an Alibaba thing. Oh, AliExpress. Yeah. Or like Wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That stuff is bullshit. I don't trust that. You know why? Because if we spend. Twenty thousand dollars on it. We're gonna get it like next year. Yeah, you know how they're exactly. you know how shipping is, and yeah, it, shipping. that thing will get stuck in customs. And you got to exactly. put it together yourself. Mm-hmm. That is true. And the fucking directions are in different languages. I don't know. It's like an IKEA product. Listen, I got a Schlego. Got a Allen wrenches. I got a. <laughs> a I got a. Sh- a sh- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny thing is, it came with Alex wrenches, and nobody knows what the deal is. With <laughs> there it, it is. Uh, but I got a Schlego. Pose X-wing fighter from Wish. That's oh, actually shit. very yeah. good. Those are those are badass. Very very good. Um, I want to say it's there's a there's a one manufacturer that does lots of the Lego ripoffs, and there's like a, mm-hmm. a good one. And I can't remember who it is, but I'm pretty sure that's who made it. And, uh, Johnny Grosso, our friend who was on our 300th, told me a long time ago. He said, "Listen, when you have kids." Make sure you go on AliExpress or Wish and buy all the fake shit for your kids. And then collect the real stuff. And that way your kids won't be bummed out that you have all this real stuff behind you because they're playing with the knockoffs themselves. That's a fucking great idea, Johnny Grosso. So thank you, Johnny Grosso. Yeah, I'm glad that our friends were on that show, man. That was a good time. Um, it was. You know, the bad thing, I do feel at least a little guilty sometimes buying like a, a counterfeit product like that because but people are they get ridiculous about it they're like well why is it so expensive well the thing is the company lego has to pay licensing fees to make these things and then the companies who take one of those kits and then just reverse engineers it they're not paying any of that and that's no. the reason those things are so expensive right. i mean of course they got to have a profit margin too but it's yeah, dude, it, it's a tremendous amount of money. I try to buy the real ones if I can. Oh, there but was anyhow. a leak. There, there was a leak, Eric, of the new Lego. I think Justin J. Rod, Justin Rodriguez, put this out on one of the DM chests. The leak of the uh, Optimus Prime Lego. Boo! It looks rad, and I'm not into Lego except for this one that you bought me. Boo! I love it. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. so, I thought I saw an official time. announcement of it. Oh, did they? Oh, okay, yeah. today it looks yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Comes out next month. Yeah, or or not, or it's going to be debuted next month. It doesn't come out next month. (laughs) I went. Check my words there. (laughs) I went to the mall for the first time in years over the Mm -hmm. weekend, and there was a line to get in the Lego store. Really? Like I, I don't know if it was because they like you know, and this was a small Lego store. It wasn't one of the big ones. Um, I don't know if it's because they're limiting the amount of people who can be in there at a time, or just because it's so popular, but. I'd either if I wanted Lego Legos that badly for my kid, I would either go to Target or go online. Right. Go to the damn Lego store. I'm gonna take you to a Lego store when we go to Disneyland. There's one in downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. 
It's beautiful. They got fucking a, Aladdin and Jasmine. It's a nice Lego a, store. It's a Persian rug. Store, yeah. Zipping along up there. It's the right dragon. on the end of a uh, cul-de-sac. So uh, if, you, it is. Uh, if you're driving and it looks like you're not going to Disneyland, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. Just the Lego <laughs> store is very close. Okay. <laughs> it's a mall. I'm going to take you to a mall. Keep talking. <laughs> Are they limiting the number of people in the store? I think so. Because I've seen that where at certain malls, they'll limit how many people can be in there because the risk for theft is so high. But one of the things you'll do at those Lego stores is like your, say you're the Death Star, which is one of the very expensive. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah. The box is empty. Mm-hmm. The box is just that there is a display. They oh, have to okay. go in the back and get it. The the actual stuff that goes in the box for you because it's too big of a walkout risk. That'd be so you know? rad. That if box like, is enormous. You're able to run across oh, the mall with that son of a idea. bitch. I Jeez. got a great idea. I got a great Christ. idea. They should fill it up with 90% of the fucking bricks or whatever they call those things <laughs> and then have another bag. So when you go and you steal and you put it together, you're like, Fuck. Right. 10% down. And, but then it'll look like the Jedi Death Star. Yeah. And they'd, nah, they'd be stoked about it. Damn it. Walkouts as a, as a source of theft is, happens way more than you think, man. Oh, I know. I worked on people just, to trust. People just real casually stick a TV in the cart and just go on out the door. Off they go. The, Spin the doctors, is, huge theft problem with them. Well, it's because they couldn't get any work, so they couldn't afford to buy the stuff. Right, they would come in actually as a band and steal their own fucking music. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up what I was putting. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm on it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Poor spin doctors found out their degree wasn't even medical. Um, so they, they didn't even have to have fucking money to shave. Those scruffy Luke, motherfuckers. Luke's filming. Buy some fucking shoes, spin doctors. Run around barefoot. Oh, they were all barefoot time. both times you saw them. Just saw them half of one time, King Tom. Half no, one time. Bold, bold okay. time. Just go okay. ahead now. So uh, Lucasfilm oh, announced nice that Ahsoka has, well, what they said has started production, but the understanding means that it's started filming <laughs> because, uh, you know, rumor had it, it was in production like three months ago. But apparently Ahsoka at the series has begun filming and naturally the, the image that they use, like on the official Twitter account and whatnot, was a director's chair with Ahsoka written on it and a cowboy hat hanging on. Oh, that sons of bitches. Garth Brooks is directing. God yeah, that's it. what it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the dance. Yeah. That's a good song. Dude, you I know, got no problems with Garth Brooks. He you know, rain at concerts. Dude. It's, there's things about Garth Brooks that I oh, yeah. find he annoying. Would, yeah, like well, like he whenever he too. tried to get a bill passed that to outlaw the sale of used CDs, right? All around this box that he's putting out, he didn't. I remember that box. Set. Anybody that was a big getting one. buying it and then selling it? Major theft problems on that one too. But uh, uh, one of his greatest songs, man, is um, I want to say it was called Cowboy Bill. Mm. Is that right? And I don't know that one. Uh, uh, it was a story about this. Hang on, let me look up the, the sure. name of the song. But um, it was a, past, right? It was this. <laughs> it was the story of this guy who these kids would go over to um, this guy, this old guy's house, and he would talk about how he was a Texas Ranger. Right. Right. At, 
the the people in town would always say, "Oh, he's just he's just an old man. He's full of crap." And the kids would listen to stories, and everybody just thought he was crazy old coot. Well, one day they go over there and they find him, and he's died. And he had like had like a box open, and it was like a letter that you know Texas is proud, and he was actually a Texas Ranger. And now, of course, everybody in his town is like, "Oh, the guy was a hero." Blah blah blah. It's a really good tune, man. Anyway, good job, Garth Brooks. I hope you do a good job with Ahsoka. So, <laughs> this is what it, it literally went to Garth Brooks deep dive. Oh, that's yep. what we do here, guys. This is what we do here. And see, that's just the sort of thing that they'll talk about when they do the uh, Disney gallery, gallery yes. like they did with the book of Boba Fett. Right. And right. People don't realize that uh, Clint Black actually directed the book of Boba Fett. Oh, Clint Black. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's he's from, you know. Same era. They tried to get George Strait to do it, but he was too busy. <laughs> right. George Strait, yeah. And he's still yeah. a little bit too hardcore country. Old school. Yeah, yeah. But well, you know what? Here's the thing. Dave Filoni does have friends in low places. So I guess he he, he, he picked them off one by one. George Well, Strait. you know how like people will accuse like Lucasfilm of being out of touch sometimes? Right. And and not really down. Well, it, it turns out there is an element of that. If you watch the Disney Gallery Book of Boba Fett, they tried to get Merle Haggard to direct it because uh. they didn't know he was dead. It was pretty <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> but uh they That's wanted for all your country the, music fans, guys. They, they wanted him to do the theme song because he did such a banger job with the Dukes of Hazard. Oh but, um, yeah, it was a great one. That was Waylon Jennings. Oh, um, <laughs> It's one of the highwaymen. It's one of those guys. <laughs> it's one of those guys. Merle Haggard was one of the highwaymen. He wasn't? No. Wait, who? It, it was Cares. Christopher. Move on. I was that's, a damn builder. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, there you go. It was Christopher Cross. Highwaymen. Uh, sailing. <laughs> that was great. Stop it. <laughs> so anyway, this show is fucking derailed from the beginning we started. The book of oh, my Fett. God. I, I still haven't watched it. But apparently it's pretty good. Has anybody watched Book of Boba Fett? No, the Disney Gallery behind oh. the scenes thing for yeah, Book of Boba I haven't watched that either. Stretch, but not the whole thing. Well, Chris Gaines was in it. Who's in it? Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Chris Gaines. It's Garth Brooks' alter ego. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. He was like a new wave hairdo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a deep dive, <laughs> King wow. Tom. Wow. But, Chris uh, Gaines. <laughs> dude. You know, when wow. Garth Brooks performs live, you're watching him and he's playing. He's got this. I want to say he plays a Takamini acoustic and it's got this like the signature model. It's got this weird sound hole shape. When it comes time for him to smash the guitar at the end, he gets a different guitar to smash. Oh, what a poser, yeah, like, bro. Yeah. not Well, you know, you're not going to smash one of the good ones. Hey, Pete Townsend smashed that shit every night. Well, I think they're probably their excuse would probably be that the good ones are so well made. They're impossible to smash. That's true. But so anyway, but anyway, we recording uh, still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, oh, we started. But yeah. so apparently that this <laughs> gallery one, like they're only about forty percent of it is about the book of Boba Fett, and the rest <laughs> of it is about really? the Mandalorian. That's so. very important. <laughs> That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, so there's a the the press junket is on the full court press of the press junket that for Kenobi and Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen have been doing the thing and everybody's swooning 
over oh. Hayden. Oh, well, it, how can you not? Well, yeah. yeah. And hands. Hayden, he's yeah, actually talking about kind of how can't. the process. Well, he said Revenge of the Sith is a great film, you know, which I'm yeah, glad that he feels that way because I think it is. And but he also talked about how, you know, the, the direction he was given and how he's questioned it. I don't know, man. I think I, I think people will be. He said he had a conversation with George Lucas about it, hmm. about, you know, playing the character so whiny. Oh, OK. And he really wanted to not do that because he thought that people would not take it as seriously and uh, like the performance would get in the way of the story and that sort of thing. But um, I can't remember which one of them. Maybe they talked about it, but it was the whole I think maybe it was you and McGregor mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, people, we remember you saying that you yeah. didn't like these. Movies. That was yeah. you. And yeah, so that was you don't and, pretend yeah. like you've loved him the whole time. Right. Good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was kind of mentioning that uh, at the time they had thought they were, they were putting their heart and soul into working on this thing that hadn't been done before and they thought they did a good job and got literally no uh, critical praise whatsoever. But now 15 years after the fact, the kids who the movies were arguably made for are telling them how much they loved them. And it's a good feeling to finally get recognition for that work, which is cool to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is, man. I mean, Look, they made the movie they were tasked to make. Mm-hmm. And the story's good. And I'm just going to tell you, man, whenever it's like, oh, I got nothing going on. I'm going to put on a Star Wars film. It's almost always Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah definitely. Like, when, when you go back and, like, think about which ones are most entertaining for me. Yeah, like, Revenge of the Sith and Phantom Menace are usually my go-tos. Like, they're the most, like, there's so much happening. They're most, like, bang for your buck kind of, like, movie watch. Yeah. Uh, Hayden said that the fighting style in Kenobi mm-hmm. is cl- more like how it was in Revenge of the Sith. So, they so that's have pretty a cool. Scene sense. where they just windmill their sabers and not touch each other for a minute. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the thing when you see like expert swordsmen weigh in on the lightsaber duels. Listen, YouTube hits. They're trying to make a visual presentation. Mm-hmm. You no, know, they're not like I there was a lightsaber fight club that that was operate at the Home Depot parking lot in a town <laughs> near here. I went to it a couple of times and there was one guy who was like had studied martial arts and swords and he fought like that. And it was so boring to watch. I mean, he would obliterate right. everyone, but it was not there was it was not a performance like what the. uh uh, Saber Guild does. If you're going to celebration, yeah. you can see them in action. It's nothing like that. It's, and so that's that's the thing. They're trying to make a movie, man, and it's it looked cool, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked cool. I want to make a Sal. YouTube uh, channel where it's a uh, ghost judges uh, movie deaths. Oh, Just to see how on point they actually are. <laughs> Let's do it, dude. <laughs> Dang, it's like dude, that's good. It's like fucking. What? <laughs> it's a great idea. Fake, fake. Like you can tell right there, he's not really dying. Yeah, worst death ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we go well, back to those? Can we go back to those pants though that Hayden was wearing? Because yes, those were legitimate Z Cavaricis, dude. For all you old school people, you know what I'm talking about. 
Les, yep. you still own a pair of Z calves. I had like four of them. Nope, I never I, had I some had, Z calves. You always brought them up in our year, many years of friendship, but I absolutely never owned those, man. King Tom had one. I had three pairs and a pair of jeans. The jeans were very comfortable. I never had the jeans, but the best part of the Z calves is you come up to your like nipples, <laughs> yeah. and they'd have the Z Cavaricci logo running all the way down the zipper. It was the mm-hmm. cheapest, most awful pants in the history yeah. of mankind. But there were the, the jeans were good though. The jeans were good. Mm-hmm. Never Did you had have the skids? denim. I didn't have skids. I'll no. do you one worse, man. I had cross colors. Oh well, Ooh. that was yeah, that was same era. The cultural appropriation is just heavy <laughs> right now and so hey, sad. Hey, Z-Cabs. No, 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 no. I'm joking. Z-Cabs are prisoners. I'm old, man. I'm just having a good Cross time. colors. Cross yeah. colors. Oh, my goodness, man. Okay. Yeah. That just shows you the level of privilege you gentlemen had. Never, I never people. had. I never did cross colors. I didn't. Uh, I'd be a little too black for y'all, really. Cross no, colors. I didn't, was like, I didn't do cross I'm colors. Way, that's fu- like having I didn't do FUBU. FUBU. I didn't do FUBU. That's this like having was... Carl Kanai jeans and Jerbo jeans and uh, what else? So it was Carl Kanai, Jerbo, cross hey, colors. You used to, though, but you used to have the Razzle Dazzle pants, bro. Oh, I had FUBU. No, not FUBU. The, uh, what was that awful? Dazzle. Remember, I used to make fun of your fucking pockets. What, Ed Hardy? They're, Ed Hardy. Oh, God. <laughs> the worst. Ooh. Von Zipper, Ed Hardy. Yikes. Yeah, yeah we all good. had a phase, y'all. We all had yeah. a phase. <laughs> yeah, that was... Yeah. yeah. As I long as you guys it. didn't rock Jinko jeans, it's all good, man. I didn't know Jinko. No. Okay, I'm sorry, Eric. We were, well, this is no. just, this episode is going to be called <laughs> no, no, Hayden's Pants. Hayden's Pants. Hayden's Pants. I or like Jinko jeans. Uh, as far as Star Wars goes, man, that's all I got. I did. Uh, I got to work on the lightsaber that I made for a friend of mine. The little red button activation switch is it's a Graflex saber. You know the classic, right? A New Hope. I got a, or actually, it's set up. Is it set up a new hope? I can't remember. But anyway, I got to work on that. And so I was playing with it, and it just reminded me how cool lightsabers are. God. I, really I have this, I have, you know, the cheapy ass ones that the kids have, and Malik has like seven of them. And um, I grabbed two of them, picking them up just because I had to put them away. <laughs> but I was just walking with them. All of a sudden, I just like, whoosh, I, put, <laughs> I flung them out. And I was like, damn, this is so rad. I didn't put them away. Dude, in my in my Facebook memories, I've been seeing videos of the kids doing lightsaber duels because I made them lightsabers for Christmas a few years ago. And the following months after that were some of the greatest in the Strathers household. Them oh, fighting with the lightsabers, man. Because I use these. They're basically indestructible. And uh, right. it's really, really pretty I, neat. I had a great Star Wars dad moment. One of my first... Um, I was driving, it was on, it was, I was driving to get to, uh, our 300th episode. I was talking to Corey Van Dyke on the phone and Malik had a Sabine helmet on and he had his lightsaber, like the plastic one. And I was trying to talk to Corey and he was smacking the shit out of the mirror, the mirror that's like points so I can see him in my rear view mirror. Just smacking the shit out of it. And I was like, I said, Corey, hold on for a second. And I yelled at him. I was like, listen, take the Sabine helmet off and stop using your lightsaber on the damn mirror. You can't do that. And then Corey's like, ah, oh, that is awesome. <laughs> I said, wow, that is awesome. I can't believe I just said that. Those right. words just came out of my mouth. So yeah, Star Wars dad moment. One well, right many, on, man. Yeah. Right on. Um, cool. it, with uh, 
kind of go back to games a little bit, there's a really cool mod right now that's out for Battlefront 2. It's called Battlefront 2022. And it adds 25 hero characters. Oh, shit. But they've been working on it for a while, so it's really, really high quality. They have like uh, Django, um, Sabine, uh, Ahsoka. No way. It is an amazing mod. That's rad. PC only, obviously, right? Yeah, unfortunately, PC only. Yeah, that's the that's the bummer about that stuff because that would that sounds cool battlefront 2 is a fantastic game really is yeah it really is yeah i actually have that game yeah it's fun man it's fun i've never done online multiplayer with people that i know oh really yeah just never got to that point i got into it late it kind of everybody was already done with it at that time except for the people that i would play with would message me on xbox and tell me that i should kill myself (laughs) yeah that's yeah. awful yeah it's i mean it's pretty great xbox <laughs> that's so yeah. awful dude, dude i would just be like right i know oh my gosh <laughs> well, it's boy, you that they tell you to go fuck your mom yeah yeah that's what i've been my calling card hey go fuck your mom yeah. i feel like you i'm back in the hockey differently rink. than i do yeah like you're like right yeah i should me dude, i just lean right into it i fall for that bait every time the thing is, it's like if you can, if you have somebody that's antagonizing you, if you just refuse to get mm-hmm. mad, that's more infuriating to them because what they want is to get you enraged. That's yep, what they want. Yep. I remember the first time that happened to me, I was floored. And then I may have told you guys this, but there was another time I'm playing and somebody says, um, are you, are you trying to lose on purpose? Because it kind of looks like you're trying to lose on purpose. <laughs> it was Henry. He was sitting next to me, Aww. watching me play something, and I'm like, "You little butthole!" And what was funny? He was just being honest. He just <laughs> oh, he I was. was. He's he like, thought I was just trying to lose on purpose. And I'm like, I am, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I am trying to lose on purpose. Brutal. You're right. No dude, respect though, for it, my time. If you, if yeah. you just like play along, I remember high school. Somebody's like, "Your mom is a whore." And I'm just like, "Dude, you should have seen her last night." She had like six people in there. She was she was making all kinds of noise. And the guy looked at me like I was nuts. And he just walked away. Those are the best ways. Yeah. Because yeah. it just throws them off. Yeah. Someone said something like that to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she likes it that way. And they're like, yeah. hey, guys, he just said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, hey, man, what's your name? How's it going? I'm like, ah, whatever. Now you want to be my friend. Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> all right. You know what? Let's. Um, we have a voicemail from our friend, The Wim. And by the way, Wim, thank you for the uh, cameo. We really appreciate that. We uh, What a great message that was, by the way. What a great message. So let me play um, the Wim's uh, voicemail. It's Wim here. Just wanted to send in a quick voice message congratulating you guys on 300 episodes. I think I started listening at episode 25 or 26, and I wanted to say a, a job well done. Your quest to reach for excellence each episode has well it's failed but let me rephrase that you you seek to produce the highest quality of geek reporting okay that's bullshit too you know what you guys produce something that a select few can view as something special okay that's bullshit too i mean you still do naboo segments anyways i just want to say congratulations on 300 episodes and Thanks for throwing my bullshit in there also. Well, thank you, Wim. We appreciate it, man. We appreciate all the support and the voicemails. So uh, keep coming, buddy. Thank you, man. 
Um, okay. Hey, we have some uh, emails too. Well, we, Lumberjack Nick sent us something. Um, and uh, let me read this. Lumberjack Nick, hey, y'all. Just wanted to pop in and congratulate you on 300 episodes. Super excited to see you all, and I'll give you all a great big hug because, as you know, the health regulations say we have, we have to hug and shake hands. Ooh, I would. What is it? Fauci never said that. Yeah, I don't think Fauci said that. I'm Jack Nick. Maybe he meant we're not supposed to hug and give hands, shake hands. And he put, by the way, the bad motivators, Eric discovered that the health regulations had a double negative. So instead of saying no hugging or shaking hands, it's actually said that you had to hug. Oh, okay. And give hands. Mm, now, that would have okay. been give helpful hands. in the beginning. <laughs> give hands. Everyone give hand, I mean, hands. Everybody Ooh. give hands. Ski moguls. And then he sent this one today. Hey, y'all. I was thinking with Sony wanting to do their own Spider-Man verse universe, while I love the idea of with more Andrew Garfield and or more Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, what would you think if they went the Miles Morales route? That way they wouldn't need to kill Tom Holland off to get him in the MCU. Nope. Though I personally don't trust Sony with handling such a great character as Miles. Well, I mean, they're handling it pretty well in animation. If handled correctly, it would be a better option than having two different movie series with Peter Parker. What do you think, Lumberjack Nick? Huh. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that's most people who are enjoying uh, Spider-Man. In this current state, I don't think Sony's really to be trusted with most of the properties. They, they got one animation right in the last... 15 years i don't think that really necessarily means that the animation is safe and miles morales is a cool character i would i, I just no just get do more morbius you guys are you guys got that just do more morbius they have that to they nailed it to a science yeah no they got morbius down jared little vehicle yeah so lumberjack nick thank you buddy appreciate that and hugs i'm gonna hug you lumberjack nick i don't care if i see you I'm not only giving you a handy, I'm going to hug you too. Woof. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, Lumberjack Nick, Steel's show is on Saturday. By the way, guys, we should have talked about this earlier. Steel's show, if you want to see the Sith list, we will be at Steel Saunders Steel Wars live show at the Anaheim Packing House um, on Saturday of celebration, Saturday night. Uh, so, be there. We'll be there. This act. All of us. I think tickets are still available. Get a handy. I think 25 bucks. 25 bucks. Yep. It's all you can drink, by the way. Yeah. Randy's giving out handies. Hey, boo, really? Tap water. Don't encourage him. (laughs) Get a Randy handy. A Randy handy. (laughs) (laughs) A Randy handy. That sounds like a shirt. I love it. That's a t shirt. Oh, that is a t shirt. Wow. Randy Handy. And a Randy oh. could mean mean both Ooh, got me good on you know, kind of connotations <laughs> of the word Randy. Damn. You know. <laughs> Oof. Oh, boo. Good I'm one. Regret that. Boo, you have any bits before we get into uh some trailers and Doctor Strange and end this sure. God forsaken episode. Besides what Randy's offering, yeah. Yeah. Sure. The Randy Handy. <laughs> Shut up, Randy. Shut up, Randy. Shut up, Randy. <laughs> Shut up, Randy. Handy. Man. <laughs> oh, we got a snort. We got a snort. That was, that was legit snort. That was. That was a boo snort. That was good. That was, that was good. Um, 
I'll, I'll st- yeah, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute, boo. Yeah. Oh. Wait a minute. Better uh. be bits. It better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Here we go. That fucking dog. Oh, man. <laughs> He's actually mad at that animated dog. Yeah, he yeah. hates him being he hates being <laughs> golden dog. showered by a bulldog. It, it actually fits, though, because the look of the thumbnail is surprised that the dog is pissing on him. So right, kinda, that's why I use it. Yeah, it works, man. It, it works, boo. It sucks, but it works. It sucks, but it works. It's, it's art. It sucks, <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> it sucks, but it works. You're the golden shower of podcasting, boo. Oh, God. <laughs> What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know. I Listen, don't know. as long as you lay down a tarp before you get to wet. Oh, work, God. Oh, I, I okay. Okay. This is heading. We're talking about rain. Hey, this is no worse than horrible bosses right now, people. We are on that level right now. <laughs> you know what? I, I watched like the first 20 minutes of Anchorman 2. Oh, my God, man. Like, I don't know how. They they really pushed the envelope with those yeah, jokes, that a, man. That was a great movie too. It really is. A Wait, great okay. Movie. Question: When is Anchorman? When is it set? Like the what? First what one you, was set nineteen between nineteen seventy four and seventy six. The second one was set early eighties. Yeah. Okay, but pre Ghostbusters, correct? Most likely. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ghostbusters like eighty four, eighty six. Yeah, because Steve Carell says, "I ain't afraid of no ghost," which is phenomenal. Like right. his timing on it, but. Because Bricks that never brickhead, dude. Yeah, but that never came out. Mm-hmm. That came out way after he said that. I just want to say continuity. Get your shit together, Anchorman. All right, go ahead. Well, speaking of getting shit together or putting it together, uh, we oh, talked about it ooh, earlier segue. with with the uh, with the Lego Optimus Prime. Uh, we're we're gonna oh, see the. Oh, uh, that was fucking legitimately good, dude. You like that one? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. good. Wow, that's good. Baby's uh, all grown up. <laughs> this is this, this segment deserves a video introduction. Yeah, it does. Better be bits. It better be bits. Oh yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits. I tell you, uh huh, uh huh. It's bits. It's bits. The dog <laughs> even looks back at you. Like, you see what I'm doing? Yeah, you must. Yeah, yeah you, you making see eye contact. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to make eye yeah. contact with you. He wanted to see the look on his face. It would be rude if he wasn't. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you're going to be able to roll out with Optimus Prime in Lego form. Uh, it's going to be actually shown next month. I haven't seen or heard anything, whether or not it's just the the Optimus Prime in battle mode, where he's just the actual robot. I'm not sure if it transforms into the truck. It'd be bitching if it did, but I wouldn't hold your breath. Well, that's, the, that's the Voltron transformed the lion's... It, yeah, it but you, you take them apart and turn them into the to the lion bots. Optimus that's Prime, true. his arms that's don't true. pop off and do something else. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully, you take not. the whole thing apart and then rebuild it. <laughs> yeah, it's transformable. You get three. It toys. really is transformable. You get Optimus Prime, then you get separate Lego pieces, and then you get the truck after that. Three yeah, toys, one box. Twelve hours yeah, to transform. Yeah. Three <laughs> toys, one box. I like it. Come up with. Yeah, yeah. So so that'll be that'll be awesome. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of friends who are going to be super excited about that. Depending on the price, I I might I might look at them. That's, that's that is pretty fucking awesome. How much are they charging you to look at them? Oh fuck! I don't know. How, how much was your? How much was the uh, the Voltron? Like under two hundred bucks is my price for for Lego. That's as high as I'll go. Yeah. For for a Randy Handy though, we'll do, we can negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give it out some Randy Andy's. 
He's got to do the lumberjack Nick voice too. Yeah. I'm so excited to hang out with you. You can deep fake. This is how it's going to be, by the way, the entire weekend. Oh, if you guys think, if you guys think, uh, King Tom and Eric, you think uh, this is how it is just for the pocket? No, this is how it is. Oh, God. Oh, no, yeah, it actually, yeah. It really is. I can't wait to be on Small World with you, King Tom. Sitting on your lap and talking about the first thing that pops up. And then just, <laughs> and then just like, we're going to just like have a moment. And then you'll say, yes. it is a small world after all. Oh! oh. Boom. He is Drop. Like, where is it? Yeah, who are you right now? You're the like, same guy that makes that boots? Are you like limitless or something? Like what happened? Wow. Like you're like growing like exponentially. 300 episodes to warm up. God, yeah, exactly. darn it. It's like a new it's, man. It's the thought of brisket, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. The thought of brisket. That was so I've good, Boo. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was really good, Boo. I'm not, I'm not used to this. Yeah. Neither am I. Neither am I. <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> speaking of not used to things, uh, David Ayer. He's gonna have uh, Jason Statham start in his mo- or a star in his movie called The Beekeeper. Oh, it's about bees. That's it. It's about bees, no, like killer no. bees or something. No, 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 just bees. It's kind of just like, uh, kind of like the Meg, where he has the shark. It's a giant bee. Oh, it's a giant, it's one big ass bee. One, one big bee. ass bumblebee just rolling around. No, I'm kidding. It's not. Oh, okay, no, I'm good. fucking with you. The film described as an action thriller steeped in the mythology of beekeeping. I wasn't kidding about the bees, though, uh, which follows a man's personal journey of vengeance that takes on national stakes. Oh, shit. No idea what the fuck any of that means. Wow. He's a beekeeper. I don't fucking know. Dude, this is this is big. I've heard there's a lot of buzz about it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. Boo, I have to one up you on that one. Hey, no, well, by all means. By all means. Very good. There you go. Goddamn microbe ultras is like comic serum. <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one other, one last boop. It. The, uh, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure if I can say everyone loved uh, uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller in the original um, Suicide Squad movie and then the sequel and then the other scenes that she's been. I think she was in Batman vs. Superman. Um, she's going to have her own spinoff series on HBO max. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So that should be pretty cool. Cause she she's is a, she's a, a scary jerk. lady. Yeah. She's a jerk. She's terrifying. I would not want her to be my boss. No, so. no. And that's it. That's all I got. Short bits, but pretty great. Yeah. Well done. It is a small world after all. <laughs> it is. It is a small world after all. Uh, guys, we have an Avatar 2 trailer, finally. I haven't watched this, but I think it deserves this. This is breaking news. Yes, breaking news. Let's watch Avatar 2 Electric Boogaloo. Okay, I haven't seen this. Okay, a lot of jumping. Is there any dialogue in this? No. There's a little bit. Okay. Well, you have to describe what we're watching right now. We're watching. um, There's avatars, and there's um, Smurfs on dragons. There's big trees. A lot of water. water. A lot of water. Blue, blue everywhere. It it reminds me of Sheik. Oh, 
is uh, oh, they're snorkeling. They found it this December. Oh, this December. Oh, they're working together now. Okay, okay. They're in the outside world and inside world of wherever this is. They still have to stick it in the uh, monsters to ride them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They still gotta stick it in the monsters. I know one thing. Oh. Wherever we go, somebody's pregnant. This family. Okay. I mean, visually it looks pretty stunning. Not gonna lie. Do they have a, a fortress? Navi. Hold on. Navy? <laughs> no, do they have a Navi human hybrid kid? I think he's just a human kid. I oh, think he's just a normal kid. He's just kid been that raised in the Navi ways? Exactly, yeah. Okay. What, what, this really reminds me of Aquaman. I just think it's Aquaman, but just with James Cameron. Hmm. So, so, oh man, I don't know what to think. I want to I mean, see it. Looks, I'm not going to lie. I, I want to see, see it. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. going to see it. And, and yeah. I'm really interested to see the 3D technology because... Yeah. They said that it looks pretty amazing, and everything that you see underwater is practical. By the way, that's not yeah, everything. They had like an actual stage for that. They, they like did. A water it, stage. They did like the, underwater mocap. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. Which, yeah. which he started Nuts. the technology. You know, you know him. Apparently, there's a picture of him holding a camera and Kate Winslet with the breathing apparatus, and she's like performing. In her right. scene, so right, right. No, it's crazy. Right? Don't, don't, don't get pissed, Eric. Kate, <laughs> Kate Winslet, water. I know you get fucking right. A little testy, dude. Well, you know, I'm surprised she could get under the surface. <laughs> there were no doors holding her up this time, man. Mm. I, doors I am, big enough for two. That'd be like such a, a cool Easter egg where like Jack's like underneath the crown and like a skeleton. Around. He just pops up. He's like Rose <laughs> over here. <laughs> The trailer looks cool, but without like the 3D, I just like that's the only reason I really care about it. Exactly. Right. So, like, I want to, I'm hoping that there's some leap that's been done with the uh, 3D technology where you get like some kind of like depth of field since they're using water so much Mm -hmm. that you're going to get some unique, unique like depth of field like 3D technology. Yeah. That would, I mean, I'm expecting, I'm expecting something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But the 3D is really where it's at for me. Right. It, it was a industry changer. That's for sure. I mean, it, it, it revolutionized to this day because they're still doing 3D showings all over the place. I'm, Dr. Strange. None of them are good. I, I've stopped watching them because I, I started losing, um, like, I, I started not watching the, like, the movie and just, like, being entertained as, a, like, a ride. So, yeah. so I, I stopped watching it. But I thought, like, the last really good one that I enjoyed was, I think, Iron Man 3 or something because of. Anytime you have Iron Man in a 3D, you feel like you're in that helmet because of the graphics. Oh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really cool. And the scratches on the helmet. So they've done a great job. So I can't wait to see what he's done. Um, as much as we shit on him, he's still an amazing talent and, and one of the best directors that we've ever seen. So. Well, he is a director. There's no, cha- there's no mm-hmm. denying that. No. Yeah, he is a director that we've seen. Uh, Whenever I saw any of the newest Star Wars movies that were in IMAX 3D, the the 3D rendering was really good, man. Uh, Force Awakens was great. Now, mind you, that's IMAX 3D, not the normal, like, real 3D or whatever it's called. I never saw any of those, I don't think. Um, So, yeah, if you're going to do 3D, obviously, go IMAX. 
Yeah. The bigger the better. I uh, did the um, Last Jedi 4D experience, and that was crazy. That was really cool. And there's a theater that just opened. Well, the theater close to us had, have added not only the 4D theaters, the seats, but they also have this new thing. I don't know if you've seen this, Randy or King Tom. It, it's um, the entire theater, including the walls on your sides, is the screen. Like have you seen Omnimax? It, it's like the old school Omnimax where it used to be above you, but this mm-hmm. is in front of you and to your side, to your right and side, to your oh, left. Wow. So they, they're starting that. That's uh, right down the street from um, our house. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting one. I mean, yeah. if movies are made specifically for that screen. Right. Then right. yeah. But otherwise, then you run the risk of like kind of compromising what I imagine mm-hmm. the director is not framing exactly. their shots for you to look right that's at true. some time. The 4D Last Jedi was cool because they did like water splashing on you and then your seats move. Milk? And milk? No, not milk. No. Uh, I didn't get the milk. No. But I did get when they were doing the, the barbecue of the porgs, you smell barbecue, which was crazy. Um, and there's lasers and smoke. So it was, it was pretty cool. What would you compare a lot of those the barbecue kind of theaters? Porgs? Barbecue porgs smell kind of like. Uh, what would you compare them to? Kind of like llamas. I've been in Peru, I've had llama. No, those 4D theaters, they had a lot of those um, in uh, Times Square before they um, kind of changed it around. Yeah, yeah. There's one in Hollywood. There's one now yeah. right by our house here, So, which is, which is great. Sensory overload. It is. It really is. Speaking of sensory overload, Game of Thrones, Fire and Dragons. I haven't seen this. Uh, everybody's seen this, Game of Thrones fans? I got into a big discussion again with somebody today about Game of Thrones and um, how pissed off I am at people um, about the last episode and people just. Wait, what's your take on the, the, on the people or the last episode? Just so we all know. Um, my take on them. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. Who's Nick? That's my take. I got I, you. So- I, again and again, I don't understand how you can throw away 10 years of one of the best shows that ever been on television because half an hour of the last episode wasn't what you wanted to happen. But that's, that's a whole other discussion we've had a thousand times. But here we go. House of Dragons. Haven't seen this either, by the way. What do you do all day? I work. Gods. Unless you're gonna have to help me with this. Next. This is where this is so cool. Dreams didn't make us kings. Is that Dragon look at the iron girl? That's rats, amazing. That was really cool. Oh okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's going on? There's another trailer that actually has the names uh, and it shows the names oh. of like the how the great houses oh, bending the knee. One. So you get a uh, Stark, you get a uh, Baratheon, you get uh, a Valerian, and then uh, I think it goes from there. So either way, I man, check I want to see. Yeah, yeah you I'm down. Check dude. that one out because 
Uh, was it Borman Baratheon bends the knee, and I think uh, Brandon the Builder. I may be wrong, but I, it's it's a Stark bends the knee also. So you also get those big house names for those of us that are Game of Thrones fans. Uh, I like this. I, I like anything that has a history or a lore and yeah. can go further into the past to, to do things. Uh, just like I, I hope the Lord of the Rings one is going to be the same way too. So mm-hmm. I'm, I just I'm hope, all for it, man. I just hope that this show doesn't get like um, discredited it's, it's just because it. of these. It's going to get it. And it's, oh, it will totally will. It's going to get sucks. it. It's going to get. Not gonna it because, get, they're not going to give it a chance. They well, are just people are chance, people but. are just people. It just it's yeah. just this weird thing nowadays. Uh, the fact that your opinions that we all have different ways to voice our opinions now. It's no longer contained like it used to be. Right. Uh, the fact that, you know, we all used to be like a Raj, you and I used to work together. So all those great conversations from 15, 20 years ago mm. were never recorded. No. They just were there. Great thoughts. There's plenty of great thoughts out there and, right. and other opinions that are just been out there forever. But now there's ways for people to put them out there. And there's just ways for people to either echo those sentiments. And sometimes you just see who's on the wrong side of things. and. Sometimes you just see people show their ass. That's how it goes, man. Right, Boo. You're a huge. You're a huge fan of Game of Thrones. What'd you think about this trailer? You're oh in? yeah, no, it looks it looks great. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally sold. Just from the the concept of it, you know, the House of Dragons. You know, hell yeah. So yeah, more dragons, more armies. Uh, right. It's more swords. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Um, I guess from the beginning, you know, because you, you kind of jump in and there's already kind of some testiness going on in game of thrones i'm sure i'm sure they'll be the same in in this one but almost it seems pretty quickly we see who bends the knee rather fast so it's like yeah oh shit shit's real and somebody's like yeah they have dragons i'm not stupid yeah that's the I'm point yeah i was gonna say yeah i was gonna say you know? yeah it, it's it, you learn quick in the la- final seasons of game of thrones that all yeah. it takes is three. They had more. They had yeah. bigger, God, badder really dragons ass, than Rhaegar. I mean, than, than Rhaegar and, and uh, Drogon and all those dragons, mm-hmm. dude. They had badass dragons, dude. It was like, not only I that, do. yeah, and not, not only do you see who bends the knee because they're smart enough to say, fine, I'll do it. But then you also, hopefully, will get to see Dorne saying, I don't give a fuck. You can have all the dragons you want. We're serpents. Yeah, we yeah, never been, dude. Shit. We don't care, dude. Burn us all to the ground, dude. We will find a way, dude. Oh my goodness! I, the the look at you. You're excited. I love this. Yeah, dude. Like I feel the like rebel in the me, right dude. The dude yes. who will stand against thirty people with no problem and swing at every single one of them. I love the Dornish, and I love the fact that they never gave a fuck. That they always found a way, dude. I love the fact that they took it to the flowers in High Garden. <laughs> And that they fucking said, we don't care to the point where the Targaryens were like, okay, you know what? We just got to start marrying them. We got, we got to love them instead of fight them. We just got to love them instead of fight them. Fine. Cause they will never bend. That is their house words. Unbowed, unbent and unbroken, dude. Love it. And not fucking. It's like you're talking about tacos. Like Look how pumped you are right now. That's right, man. Love it. Well done. Well done. Randy, you were a fan of uh, the Thrones? Back in oh, the day, yeah, that's one of the few shows that I I think I watched from the very first episode all the way through. Usually, yeah. like Breaking Bad and everything, I would come in like binge like two seasons, right, and then get caught up. But that show from the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm gonna like the show. It's yep. the promise of what the show could be. So yeah, I'm totally excited. Yeah, great. Yeah, I am too. So hopefully, uh, people give it a chance. And 
Yeah, I, I think once it's out, um, obviously there's going to be like hot takes and people are going to be like, oh, make their little digs about actual Game of Thrones series. But once it gets going, assuming it's good, all that stuff's going to kind of fall to the wayside. I hope so. People, I hope the so. internet has a very short memory. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that, speaking that's of true. short that's memories, uh, is this going to be on HBO Max or on HBO? HBO Max. Both. It's going to be on both, right? Yeah. Ah, great question. I think it's yeah. going to be on Max and HBO. Okay. Right. Like Max is kind of HBO now. Sweet. Right. Okay. So we're going to end this thing with a Doctor Strange quick review. Um, do Let's do a non-spoilery review just for people that haven't seen it this week. And then next week we'll dive into some spoilery stuff and like where this is going to lead us for the next uh, phase and all that stuff. I, I wanted to say that um, I was talking to some people at work today and they were like, so did you like it? Did you like it? And I said, I did like it. I liked it a lot. I liked it for the fact that it was a horror movie um, for me for the first like hour and a half. It was like legit, like cool horror movie. And I never, I hadn't, didn't think Marvel was going to do that. So I was very surprised where, where they went with it. And I love Wanda. And I love that this was an extension of WandaVision in a way. So that was really cool. And I loved the fact that in less and King Tom would always talk about how if Wanda becomes a Scarlet Witch, people, you ain't going to stop her. And while I was watching the movie, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of you guys talking about how powerful this woman is and this being is, and you couldn't stop her. There was no stopping her. Um, so without spoiling it, uh, I won't say anything else, but I um, thought she was phenomenal in it. And I, and uh, Cumberbatch was great. I, I came out of the movie though. I didn't have the same feeling as I did with no way home or, you know, infinity wars or Endgame. but that doesn't have to happen. Every time you go see a Marvel movie, it was really good. I, I felt the same way as I did when I got out of Shang-Chi. It was really good, entertaining. I enjoyed it. Really liked it. And that's, that's my take on it. Um, Les, I haven't talked to you about it purposely because I wanted to get your take here. What was your thoughts? Well, if you all watched Evil Dead back in the day and mm -hmm. like uh, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2, and I'm talking the Sam Raimi ones, not the mm -hmm. remake, you I'm get... Drag me to hell. Yeah, exactly. You get like the whole deal. Uh the makeup and everything is 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 trademark if if you can call it that. It was totally a Sam Raimi horror horror film. I I liked what they brought in. They brought in so many different things and I get it what people probably wanted was this different type of multiverse kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like we got with No Way Home, but we got a comic book. We got, listen, if you read X-Men, that continuity is that continuity. If you read Doctor Strange, it's a different thing. It's still a comic book, but it's a different thing. We're going in this direction now with Marvel where, like, we're getting more of an individual feel in different line feel. I mm. do like this one thing. I am just going to spoil it flat out. I like the fact that they designated the MCU, the 616. Uh-huh. Right. So for okay. those of us that are even casual comic fans like myself, I do have a bit of knowledge, but in all honesty, I fall off here and there to know that the multiverses are going to get a number designation. And 
that the MCU is the 616, I actually, that was the thing I cheered about the most in the theaters. I cheered about that more than anything. I'm like, oh well, my God. Les, Go ahead, let, me, let me just pause you real quick because I asked Randy this question. I said, um, how do we know which universe is more important than the other? Uh, because the, for me, who's I'm not into the comics as much as you guys are. I know some stuff, but it seems like to me that th- this taints the storylines for all the other, for what we know. What, because at the end of the day, and Randy's like, no, because 616 is the main verse, is the main mm-hmm. universe, which helps tremendously. Because if they didn't have that, what's to say that what I'm watching is even meaningful? What it's not so much that you have to look at it as the multi the the, the designated uh timelines or or verses are usually just there to help restore things back to the six one six. Okay. In some so that's cases. that's a huge help. Or if anything, it also helps you just it, it's 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 like a a, a beacon. You gotta look at it as kind of like a beacon kind of thing. So if there wasn't a six one six, we wouldn't have the rest of the verses per se. Correct. Well, yeah, in some way. I in mean, like, some way. In some way. Understand, but like the, the the actual like the way I have always interpreted the the point of like these designations is that because the nature of comic books, it's the way to solve a practical problem that yes. ongoing series that have ran for decades and decades and can't uh, wipe this lore that's been established for so yes. many years. The the extra the multiverse allows you to tell stories that you otherwise couldn't. Because mm-hmm. you have so many right. established characters, so no, and it's just like yeah, it's just like okay, think about it like this. It's not like Shakespeare has a, a a publication company that's been going on since then, and multiple different writers have come in, and you know they want to reuse Romeo and they want to use the Capulets and the Montagues. In comics, it's always someone different. So yes, Stan Lee or Jack Kirby or you know. Uh, Ramita, all these different names may have created characters, you know, and then they might have had a certain idea. Like Claremont had a certain idea for the X Men, and in some cases, when the new writer comes along or someone else comes along, and they go, "Wait a minute, though, I kind of have some ideas for something here," and they go, "Well, that character's dead, or that character no longer this, or this doesn't happen anymore." Well, utilizing creativity gives you this this just helps you with creative freedoms sure, to be able sure. to, to mm-hmm. save things and to do things and it's also just like look i've told you guys this before i use it all the time for those of us you say we shoot the sith but for those of us that you know as star wars fans you guys read you know the extended universe and legend stuff and you get together yeah. and you're chilling at the lunch table or whatever and you're talking about it and people are going nerds but you're letting your imagination go and you're going well, what if Luke Skywalker could do, and you just add like some random ass power to the force. That's the same thing. It's the same thing when a, a writer goes, well, in this timeline, Franklin Richards, which just gotta let you guys know, that means he exists. He exists in the cinematic universe. Yes. People need to yes. understand. Yes. All bets are going to be off if they ever find a way to make this work. But they it's will. like they will. But it's also like that. It it, it allows for creative freedoms. It allows for uh, leeway. It it helps justify some things. I get it. A lot of people want to be able to, like you said, it may taint storylines. But sometimes you just don't have a way to to really explain something or to really be able to go into detail. And you just go, you know what? A portal opened up, and America Chavez 
punched a hole in a portal and somebody fell through it. There they are now. Now they're standing here where, you know, Captain Carter can now do whatever, it, whatever it is. You know, it's just. But do you think, I mean, we're going off a little bit on tangent because this is not directly about Doctor Strange, but do you think, and that's all you, King Tom, do you think that this is a way that they can sustain um, their phases? I mean, they need to stop this at some point because it's, it's getting a little crazy. Meaning somebody, somebody dies, right? So, so what you're telling me right now, Iron Man's alive in another universe. Yes. Right. For, for the, and, and it may fans, not be, and it may not be for, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Right. No, no, I get that. But for, before a comic book fan, that's rad. But for just a regular person going to the movie theater, things like this get confusing. You know what I mean? Like Lorraine is sitting there watching this goes, what the fuck? I thought this person was dead. What universe is this? What does that mean that this universe doesn't mean as much as that universe? How many Iron Man's and Captain Marvel's do we have? What the fuck's going on? We'll see. Here's the beauty of that. They've been able to line up. It's a little bit better than the comic books because comic books can become convoluted. They can just flat out give you a six episode series and say, this is what happened. And the next movie coming up, this is who it is. It's, it's, they have the, they have the, the, the engine to, to push this. They don't have to do it. And I understand where you guys are coming from. But even, let's be honest, at some point, if they're getting to Secret Wars, they're going to they're gonna finish off the multiverse. They're going to okay. find a way to okay. finish so off the multiverse. That's what I'm asking. There's an end game. No pun intended. There's an end right. game to this first multiverse. There will be some okay. way to end it all. That's all I want. And then at some point to just trim the fat and say, okay, now okay. we've been able to trim the branches, prune everything like they said in Loki, and right. maybe get it all to one, one okay. timeline. Don't get me wrong. I really, I'm enjoying this. I think it's a fun ride. But I think right. in ten years, if we're still fucking bouncing around multiverses. I, I don't think that's the right, the the right well, path to good. go. It's all good. It, to be fair, I, it hasn't got crazy yet. Like it hasn't got crazy. It hasn't. It hasn't got crazy yet. But it, it, but th this Doctor Strange, you can see where it's headed. Yeah. That's yeah. It's Key fun. Tom, go ahead, buddy. No, I, I was gonna say. You know, they haven't. One of the things I really liked about the movie was how restrained it was in, mm -hmm. in that point. You know, we didn't get Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. We didn't get half the things that people were speculating or right. even informed. The animated X-Men that happen. we talked about yeah, for 45 I, I, minutes. I, I would have <laughs> loved to have seen that, but yeah. I'm really glad that didn't happen. And mm. yes, this was a movie about the multiverse. But And yeah, Spider-Man was also. But consider the other movies. Eternals, um, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, they didn't involve that. And no. the, the other thing that, that we've seen the other two things we've seen the multiverse in mostly are what if and Loki and those were shows where they were able to take the time and explain it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and go a little bit deeper in a different way and th that's where I think Marvel is in a good 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 position where they have these other shows um, other venues of telling stories that still count. And if, if you want them, you can go watch them and they're still great. And it's, I love Star Wars books. I love the information contained in Star Wars books, but it's a lot easier to digest a TV show sure. than it is a book. And, you know, so you have the, I don't think, yes, the multiverse will still be a thing. Might not be involved in everything. Um, but I think you're going to know when you see it. And I think they'll be able to, to, 
to make it last. Especially if they do it here where they keep it restrained and and they don't need to 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 go all out. I also would like to think they're smarter than to use the multiverse as a crutch for right. everything, for every yeah. storytelling yeah. convenience. I trust them. I trust yeah. them. Um, because I, w- what they did, there was the, the moment that made me go crazy. Like Les was saying with the six, one, six was when they played a certain musical cue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I absolutely. Oh yes. That. Yes. And yeah. I didn't hear the musical cue because the crowd went nuts yep. when they uh-huh. saw the person. Yep. Oh so yeah. I didn't yeah. hear the musical cue until I walked out and somebody you I, you text me, King Tom. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, shit! I didn't hear it because the crowd was not going nuts and cheering. Just um, know this thing too: the the versions of people you well, not all the versions, but the version you saw of one person, that's going to be that person when they do that movie of those. Oh, you think so? Fantastically, four you, people. You think it's going to be? You think that's that person? That person is going to be that person. Yeah, interesting. Even, but what about the other guy? You think that's going to be him? Or? No, I think yeah, what I it think. I think what it does is it opens it up for the other guy that was younger, in that we yeah. had to live yeah. sit through those movies, and that yeah. helps. Fine, I'll I'll be okay with that, <laughs> and that would be a great stealth casting to be like, hey, this dude is back and he's balder than ever, and he's yeah. going to be rolling with us, and that's mm-hmm. cool. I'll take it. Uh, but again, yeah, it, 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 the the it's multiverse. Not, it's not a spoiler that we know. Prof- for that X is yeah. in it. He's all over the spoil. He's all over the commercials now. But so yeah, we know that X uh, is in it. Again, the multiverse is just a thing that is there. Just like the Savage Land is there. Just like the Siege Perilous is there. Just like uh, the Imkron Crystal is a thing. Uh, the uh, the blue side of the moon, if I'm not mistaken, is a thing. You know, there's just things that are there, and it's like you can use them. You don't have to use them. The mm. Beyonders always hanging around wanting to goof off and do some crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> the Celestials are always a thing. They're just these things that are there. The Even the Infinity Gauntlet, which is like, in comics, it's never really around as much. But it's mm. there. It, they found a great way to use it. They found a great way to use the stones. They found a great way to drag oh, everybody yeah, into one years. of the... They based right, 10 years. Right, in, into one of the bigger uh, crossover stories in comicdom in like the early 90s right it was a huge thing so it's there it's just a thing that's there and it helps it it may not be a crutch and again like we said the stories can be told that can loosely refer to those things or not even use them at all but anytime uh, and i get it people want to speculate and be able to say oh well then they could use this character we want to see this actor doing this thing and you know maybe that can happen but you know what it's it doesn't mean that it's going to happen it will just be a thing. Again, it's just a thing. And again, they won't just throw it on you without explaining it. It's just kind of like uh, cap that off. They have they have the benefit of having all these stories written where they've been working with the multiverse for so long. And they, I think they're smart enough and have the hindsight to look at all the stories and trim them down in a way to just remove all the excess fat and tell a very good story that uses all the effective parts that have been written inside the books. Oh, I, that would so be great. I, I don't, That's I think they, good. they know the most efficient way to tell that story without yes. like ruining the casual viewers. Uh, right. Experience. Cause we're going to get this with DC. We're going to get this with flashpoint and they're going to have, they're going to heavily use this. 
in Flashpoint. That's a um, the diff. The thing about uh, no, well, that's fine. They can do what they have to do. I will say this: what people need to be paying attention to more is this. The fact is, is that Doctor Strange operates in a whole different level. He's on the astral plane, which is another thing. That's a totally different thing, man. Most of the tele the psychics and the, the people with tele telepathic powers, mm-hmm. they they do things there. There's so many other villains that live on the astral plane. There's so many other things. He's in the underworld. We got a You're glimpse right. of the underworld in Thor mm-hmm. Ragnarok with Hela, yeah. but mm-hmm. he's gonna be messing with Mephisto, Dormammu. He's on the other side of those things. There's so many different levels of mysticism that we're not even getting yet, getting to yet. The Darkhold was a book that he could use. The Book of the Vashanti is another thing. He hasn't even gotten to the point where he fully embraces the dark arts. There's so many other levels of, uh, yes, the practical multiverse showed a certain timeline with, you know, the certain, with the Illuminati or just, you know, a certain pantheon of, of, of heroes. And then they didn't even allude to other ones there. Where was Thor at? He's the strongest one in that, yeah. the MCU, in the right. 616 MCU. Right. Right. By far, he's the most powerful guy. Where, where was but he then at? again, Wanda's the most powerful one, too. Mm-hmm. Something happens there. Mm-hmm. There's, some, there's, other, there's multiple Wandas out there. You know? There's, there's more, multiple Wandas out there. There's multiple, you know? And I think, I think we need to realize this, too. If they do a, a, a multiversal thing and it's different dimensions and different uh, planes, the person that's going to be carrying us through all that is going to be America Chavez. Mm, yeah. Well, because right. she's the only character who can go through all of them. She's the right. only one of her kind. Mm-hmm. She's the only one who can, now that she's learning how to travel through all of them, yeah, she'll be able to like Cop take us. Whole thing. I mean, you I can like speculate. You can yeah, speculate. I like your casting too. She was great. I, I had no issue with the casting. I understand what people wanted, but maybe we get a couple movies or shows with her and then maybe she grows or maybe oh, yeah. they just cast an older person at the time they get to maybe the ultimates. Yeah, dude, it's gonna because there's going to be some people years, disappointed in if they're going the direction a lot of people want. There's a team that she's a part of called the ultimates and there's a character on that team that a lot of people want a guy named Blue Marvel and he's basically black Superman. And cool. he's like, but he's black Superman, but he's like just as smart as Reed Richards and Hank Pym mm-hmm. and Brett Banner and Parker and mm-hmm. all those guys. So he's all of that in a bag of chips and potato salad, all that good stuff. Dude. So they want him, but I don't know how they'll bring him in. But yeah, it, it it's all there. I loved it. It is a horror movie, though, people, so be prepared, because it's got a mm-hmm. little bit of some scary stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got some other stuff, but it, it was cool, man. It was it was just cool to see some things. Cool to get a Sam Raimi Marvel film again. Yeah. With, with Sam that Raimi. A, a legit Sam Raimi Marvel film, so I'll take the first, it, man. The first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, he's got... He's, he's all over this thing, dude. This is going to be a wild crazy. ride. Like, it's the first time we've seen a Marvel movie like in a long time that was created by a director. Right. Ah. I mean, obviously, I mean, like, there yes. was like director driven. Yes. Like, you get there's all the directors that come around now are fairly on the newer side. So they mm-hmm. kind of all fall in line with like the Mar- Marvel method mm-hmm. of making movies. Yeah. But yeah, like, oh sense. yeah, yeah, very much yeah. a Sam yeah, Raimi is, movie. Yeah, he's very. This so are you very are you calling feel. it a are you calling it a Marvel House style? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yep. 
And that's all good, guys. That's all yeah, good. Yeah, no, it is what, what it is, but it's cool yeah. to see, like, a director come in and, like, yes. have enough clout that they don't have to listen to, like, the the system of it. Right. Or Kevin Kevin Feige. But what um, what'd you think about it? I know you probably got a little scared, though, didn't you? couple times uh, the, the the jump scares were pretty good i, I, they were, I didn't get yeah. scared i didn't get scared but they were i was like that's that, that was pretty legitimate i was like that, that's a good one yeah it is a horror movie mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. not nice it is awful uh what happens to people oh yeah i can't believe they went to certain and how they did certain there's, things there's a certain ch- the whole movie is scary you know mm-hmm. but there's a certain chunk where you're just like every five seconds it's like oh my god Right, that was awful, and it starts yeah. off with a with a bang. And the way and the way it happens, the things that happen to yes. them, yes. holy Horrible. mackerel! Yeah. Did not expect that at all. Yeah, and and these are the the people that they that happen to. They're no pushovers. So imagine that. No, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, you know the surprises that I got out of it. Um, I heard I heard that some people were spoiled previously. Which I was. Sucks. I was. Yeah, so was Brittany. Yeah, so was Brittany. Sucks. She's like, yeah. She's like, this, I was, yeah. this is shit. The the big reveal. I saw it the day before and without even warning. Uh, yeah, I saw the actual video clip of it. Oh, Yikes. that's all. And I was oh, hoping shit. it was fake because I was like, there's no way that this could be leaked like this. Yeah. Yeah. I went on YouTube and started seeing thumbnails. I'm like, oh wait, I can't be on YouTube right now. Right. <laughs> I, and then right when I saw it, I sent you guys messages saying, Do yeah, not yeah go I got one from you. Yeah. Stay off the social. Yeah. Stay off it. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, yeah no I, I I thought it was great it it's yeah I I agree I didn't come out of it feeling like I did like I did for uh, No Way Home I'm not even right. not even that much of a Spider Man fan and I thought that right. was great so I'd, I'd give this probably a B B plus still good everything's good about it there's yeah. nothing yeah. bad with it it's just it's it's good it's good it's a good way to yeah. start the summer the summer movies I think it's an important way you know to to kick it off with a solid movie I'd like to see it again. Because I, I think there was a lot of things going on in there where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that was cool. Um, no, no spoiler or anything like that. But I saw the um, the Living Tribunal. That that was my like, oh, yeah, oh shit. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that's that's awesome. Yeah, they, like, yeah, they, they totally opened ones, up yeah. so many more cosmic things. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, there there are a ton of moments where you're like, oh yeah. A musical cue got me. I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, well done to Danny Elfman." By the way, it, it looked like Danny Elfman was given like the house, and he's like, "I'm gonna fucking do whatever the yes. fuck I want here." So, well done, Elfman. Well done. That was. I, I had a problem with that. There's a certain chunk of that. Danny yeah, Elfman's I know great. I know what you're talking. Great. About. I'm glad he was in the movie, but I think it was one of those where awesome. He's. I maybe they got it late, or 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 they signed him on late, and they're like, "He's like, I have this." They're like, "We got to plug it in." somehow some way and i think the way they did it was good but i was like i i, I thought it was cool but i was like it, it it threw me off a bit it it, it mm. i don't know but it yeah, I, but I there's I a relationship between those two and i think that's him like saying like hey let's do this thing like i know Wait, you which, would enjoy it i'm confused now which part talking i think he's talking about fight yeah uh, the musical the fight. musical fight. i, I, li- I like that a part um yeah, i that was cool they, they would have used cool. uh, yeah. Doctor Strange's theme theme from the first movie more. Right. I didn't right, really right. hear much of that. And I, I really like I really like that theme. I got uh what was it? So back in the day, Disney used to have uh not Fantasia, but they used to do like a musical like cartoon. And they would they would put 
cartoons over musical songs, and I think it was Flight yeah. of the Bumblebee, and it was like <laughs> the Bumblebee was going over the piano keys and stuff, and I was like, I totally like just felt, got those kind of feels from vibes. That. Yeah, that was yeah, a cool it scene. was it was cool. They also mention a place, and I want to know more. I just want to know mountain? more. Yes, but I also want to know: Are they taking it to that that place? Place because it's Mount Wondegore, but it's also Wondegore, if I'm not mistaken. And there's so much significance. Uh, magic in, um, the the because there's the a planet called Wondegore, right? There's also a planet, right? Yeah, um, and they've said that the the villain in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, okay. Is related to that. And Boo, Boo, you would you would love that because the Hulk almost always ends up on this planet, Wondegore. Okay, we're talking That's a lot good. about like uh, <laughs> sorry, y'all. like like uh, like key moments we like, but just like in general, like the yes. movie itself. Yes, yeah, good. Yeah. To like go. I think it's in. cool to it. see like uh, uh, a a a movie that focuses on like the character and can they can they do this job and be happy? Like the very like Raimi way of approaching a superhero. And this Mm -hmm. like, it's cool to see it go back to that where it focuses on the character and they, and it goes back to him. Like, can he, can he have this girl? Can he have this girl and have this job? And like the sacrifice of being a superhero. It's a really cool way they did it. I I will say that, um, I, as cool as that reveal is in the middle, it doesn't feel like it belongs in this movie. Hmm. It, like it, it, the, the movie becomes soulless for a second in that moment because it was like forced it a little feel bit like it belongs there well they had to get to that group of people maybe mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. i uh, right. they did get to that group of people but i'm just saying it i think it as a device yeah it could have been something else and it could right. have felt more like that movie it felt like that movie kind of jumped the shark for a second mm. isolated on its own that seems really cool but in that yeah. movie, it feels kind of weird and it becomes like a real downer in the middle of the movie. Yes, it does become a downer. That's for sure. That's, that's definitely, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. But King I, Tom, what's your, cool. yeah, it was still cool. So you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. The entire I totally movie enjoyed, as, yeah. As a, okay, oh. great. King Tom, or your overall? Yeah, I'd say a B, eight out of 10. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and that's great. Yeah. That's really good. I don't even. They it can't all be tens, man. If they were all right. tens, then we, then we couldn't have Endgame, and we can't right. have Black Panther for God's sake. So, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm ex- I'm excited for where this is going, and the uh, cutscenes at the end were cool. And and Eric, I can't wait to you, for you to get to see it, and I, I think you'll enjoy it, especially if you liked uh, Wandavision. So that Evil Dead like ending, yeah, cutscene yes. is fucking money, dude. It is awesome. It's over. That was pretty cool. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> So great. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's going to wrap up this episode. Great to hear some, gosh, some uh, Marvel talk from you guys. It's always so great to hear you guys go off about this stuff. Makes me happy. But um, Boo, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Randy, we get to go to Celebration in Disneyland. Yeah, you, can, you can find me at Star Wars Celebration. That's right. Find Randy at Star Wars Celebration. No, don't. Say, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. You'll be disappointed. Because really he's a total will. asshole. Really I am. Just kidding. He's the best. No, I'm not. King Tom Chansky, king of all pods. Where can people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, while, where I'll be naming the highwaymen and then correcting your pr- pronunciation. Oof. That's pretty good. If you didn't butcher pronunciation. If I didn't mess up pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, that would have been even better. Yeah. That's okay, Keith Tom. The effort was there. Les Gonzalez, King of the Laz, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at LesIsMore78 and also on this podcast and on our YouTube channel, reacting to some awesome content. Reactions and breakdowns. Eric, where is Eric asleep, bro? Oh shit, Eric's asleep, bro. Dude, like no. we've been trying to like close this thing off because Eric's been falling asleep. I think Eric's and literally asleep. Eric's out. If you guys can see the webcam right now, it's basically Taylor like, Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Oh, is shit, I yeah, swear no. to you guys, this is awesome. Eric is asleep. I think he's been asleep for the no, whole. I think he's. I think his thing is frozen. Oh, no, he's out. No, no, he's no, no, he's out. I can see him breathing. Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's yeah. He's breathing. Play some oh, Taylor Taylor Swift or something. Everybody take off their headphones and then just crank <laughs> yeah, Taylor no, he's Swift. Alive. He's definitely alive. But you know what? That breaking news wakes him up because it's super loud. Uh, Get ready. Here we go. Can, yeah, all right. This is breaking news. No, oh. he's still out. Oh, oh, wait, yeah, right hey. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> he just left us off. I said the only way that he would wake up is if I played that breaking news and he woke up. <laughs> Eric, where can people find you, buddy? Sleeping, man. <laughs> Shit, I'm tired. Uh, check sorry. out my other podcast. It's crappy, too. Um, <laughs> and uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric Stralis. That was epic. I love That's it. Awesome. Guys, you can find me at the Sith List. Thanks for tuning in to 301. We'll catch you next week on episode number 302 of The Sipness.
does it hurt? The cage door is open. A jar even. What a chintzy outfit. Can't even afford a lock. So exit. Stage left.